I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, what's going on, Pete? Welcome to Gap Cell Keenan number 49. Wow, we got a 50 coming up. I wish you do something special for 50. But anyway, so Gap Cell Keenan number 49. For those of you who don't know, this is a real live sales call. You're about to watch a live sales call with a real salesperson who has a product or service they believe that I or um, a sales growth company needs. Okay? So I'm going to give them their 15 minutes and give them an opportunity to find a problem. If they find a problem or solution, I mean, sorry, a problem or issue I or my company have, we'll buy. If not, they will be given feedback and critique and criticism and their approach to sell. And this is real. We have already bought several things from several people, including one of the most recent we bought from their company and have now uh, bought a subscription, for lack of a better word, right? So it's a real opportunity. So today we have, let me set this up. We have a Mr. Vanna Decker. I got to bring him in here. Oh my God, they changed everything up on me. What they don't do to me. Let me bring him in. All right, let's welcome everybody. Mr. Vanna Decker. How you doing, baby? Pretty good, Keenan. Thanks for having me. I got you, baby. I got you. You're coming all the way from Germany, are you not? That's correct. That's Woo! correct. All the way across the pond. Yeah, all the way across the pond. In, in typical German fashion, you have behind you all kinds of structure. Yeah. Just struck. Boom, boom, boom. Those Germans don't mess around. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta uphold the image, you know. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. All right, man. So welcome. Um, so here. I'm going to give you a few seconds, a few minutes, whatever you need to share with everybody listening what it is that you sell or what the product or services you represent. And then I'm going to let you jump in and, and start the sales call. Yeah, I work with B2B founders uh, as a growth consultant and as a fractional leader. And I specialize in growth through referral systems and through partnerships. Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, dog. Well, now I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. Let's do it. Ready? Go. Let's go. Maybe let's start with a little summary just to make sure I understood. Uh, I did a little bit of research on a sales growth company just to make sure I, I understood it correctly. So a sales growth company is a leading sales training and consulting company. Um, you offer consulting, training, coaching, and speaking. As products, you have the online academy, you have launched two books, uh, Not Taught and Gap Selling, which has surpassed 50,000 copies, which is absolutely... We're coming phenomenal. up on 60,000 now, baby. 60,000. Here we we're go. Up, we're coming up right on it. I think we're about a month away, if not less. Yeah, baby. Maybe in this minute, we just crossed 60. <laughs> um, as marketing channels, you have YouTube, obviously, Google search ads, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. You do tours. I learned that some customers have learned uh, about you on tours where you have been speaking and they approached you afterwards. We did uh, a tour. I don't know if we're going to do more tour, but we did a tour. That's for sure. Yeah, this year, right? Just, just yeah. finished. And uh, I learned you have a marketing funnel, 90% inbound and 10% outbound. You have a small team. Brady leads the uh, marketing layer of the team. There's two salespeople 
uh, and a few people that support the marketing uh, activities. And uh, that's about it, what I have researched uh, so far about the company. Okay, it's fairly accurate. I'm good with that. Cool. I'd like to focus on the training business. Can you tell me a little bit about the training part of the business? Of the training part of the business? Uh, the training part, like the training uh, revenue part of... of, of okay, yeah, so, so training is our largest um line of business it does about um, probably two-thirds of the business probably let's mm -hmm. go back and check but yeah maybe two-thirds and pushing more than that maybe up to 75 percent um mm -hmm. yeah probably 75 percent i need yeah, yeah i gotta go check i'm probably close to that we closed two fairly large deals in q3 uh training deals which push up so they're a large chunk of the business um we provide training to organizations in three ways well i guess two ways but um, the revenue buckets, if you will, are virtual with a certified trainer, virtual with me, mm -hmm. uh, in live live sessions um, with a, a certified trainer, and or live sessions with me. And each of those have a gradual increase in, in fees. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, uh, and then we have the online training, which anybody can sign up for anytime, um, and that has a number of buckets as well. It has individual contributor, um, um, individual contributor, then small, small group, small company, and then enterprise. Uh -huh. cool. Yeah. On a, you mentioned, you said in one live pitch, you said you prefer the training business. Uh, is that, why is that? Why is it it's scalable? Business? It's much more scalable. It's scalable. Like, like, <clears throat> As, as we grow and as we scale the training piece, we will absolutely um, um, uh, scale the consulting as well. But trust me, man, uh, consultants, I love consultants, but consultants suck because most consultants not like me, right? So what do the consultants do? They want to get paid $250,000, $300,000 a year, and then I'm supposed to serve them consulting opportunities, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. um, I, I'm just not going to try to grow my business that way and have a consultant that's sitting on the sidelines, um, you know, waiting for us to, to book them Revenue. I should, maybe I should treat it like a law firm and they got to, you know, go out and hunt for their own stuff to be a partner. But anyway, I digress. So, yeah, the the, the training piece is much more scalable um, and is much more profitable. Cool. How many on a given month, Keenan, on a given month, on average, how many days would you dedicate to give trainings? First, let's maybe let's focus on yourself first and then. We look also at the trainers part, but in a given month, how many days do you have available usually? Um, I'm probably, I mean, uh, I'm probably training six to seven trainings a month. So just just shy of half the month is is a training every day. Half the month. So you do So we're getting yeah. Because remember, there's there's I'm not doing it during the weekend, right? So you get five business days. I'm probably doing seven trainings, right? So just shy of half the, half the, the work, the business days. And so seven trainings, seven trainings a month. And how many days is a training? Is it one day or two days? A training one day. Training is one day. So you train on seven days a month. Yeah. Some trainings are two days. So if I count those, those could fall into. Mm -hmm. So if it's virtual, it's two days. So I'm counting days. I'm actually training, not the trainings. Right. So some days, the virtual trainings, like I have some coming up now starting this week where I'm training uh, 
two days a week for uh, the next four weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just came off another run where I was trading almost three days a week or four days a week. But yeah, so it just yeah. Let's go with let's go with four days a week right now. Four three days. days a week. Sorry, three days a week right now. Let's go with three days a week. Three days. And would you be like, what would be like kind of for you, the upper limit on in terms of days? Of me training? Mm-hmm. Once a week max. Once a week max. Yeah, me training. Yeah, I'm eating my breakfast, by the way, everybody. Mm-hmm. And what would be for the company, the maximum of trainings you could do? Every, oh, what we could do, what we could do, what we want to do. What you could do in terms of bandwidth per oh, month. Oh, right, I'm sorry. What was your question before? What do I want to do? Or what's my bandwidth? Like, how many do you do at the moment on average per month? Maybe let's look at the whole. Like, Wait, let's stop. I, I want to make sure I understood the question. Right, come back. You asked me, what question you asked me? How many do I want to do moving forward? Is that what you asked? Uh, yes, as so a business. That was the right answer. I want to do maybe one a week max, okay? Mm-hmm. I can't be doing these every day. So I'll do one a max for high profile clients or something like that, right? One a week max. Um, then for the company, uh, right now we could handle probably three to four a week. Mm-hmm. Three to four, yeah, probably three to four a week right now um, for each person. So that would be, well, uh, no, we could probably handle eight a week across eight all. A week? Yeah, two, per se- two and a half to each person, not including me. So that would be 32 trainings a month. Yeah, probably if we were fully booked, and that eh, that leaves a little room in there. Yeah. So, and currently, what? How many trainings as a company are you doing currently on average per month? Per month. I'm doing eighty percent of them. So, so how many? So it's ten trainings or eight trainings a month total. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, probably about four to five trainings a month. Five trades a month as a company. Yeah, because remember, you, you're kind of confusing me. That's not your fault. When I was talking about the time I spend in a virtual training, it's broken over two days. So even mm-hmm. though it's, we sold one training, we're doing four hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. That takes time. If we do them in person, it's one day, but then you got to fly there and fly back. Not, not at the time. Mm-hmm. So that cuts into the amount of time we can train. So if you talk about the number of deals, we're actually actual trainings that we sold and are executing. Let's just shoot. We'll just assume we're doing about one a week we do about four or five a month okay let's let's calculate like i would suggest with five a month yeah. and but we have bandwidth like to stretch it you would have up to 32 trainings a month roughly speaking yeah well if we do it that way because of those two-day things we'll have to bring it down but i'd say we have bandwidth to do 12. okay 12. okay as a company um what would you consider for the trainings, what would you consider an ideal client? Um, I'm talking about wow, so right. So um, I've talked to a lot of people about this because we used to try to pick the size of a company, but that only plays a small role in it. But I guess an ideal client would be a company between 50 and about 250 salespeople. And but what's more important is um, a super open client. So what's really ideal for us is less the size of the organization and more the openness of the sales leader in the sales organization. Like how open are they to learning new methodologies? How committed are they to 
to embracing them and let them sit in. Like we did a training not too long ago. I don't even know why they did it because their managers were coming in and trying to do pipeline reviews in the middle of the training. The managers weren't participating. I mean, it was a shit show. It was awful, right? And then I have another client who they're in, they're in full in. Like they trained their entire team and then bought all kinds of online additional training for new people. They're getting their marketing people involved. They're going to have to start doing marketing around gap selling. So gap marketing, um, they want to do follow on retention programs. Like they're all in. So that, that, that it's the mentality more than just the size of the organization. I mean, we're, we're doing a fortune, I think the fortune 10 starting tomorrow, right? One, their entire Australian market, right? So we can do all sizes. It's just, it's more about the mentality of the leadership. And hold on really quickly. Um, Raja, the reason there's so much confusion is the terms, how many trainings a day, because we do virtual trainings, Raja, we break those over two days. So that's one sale, one training, but it's broken over two days. So that's the confusion when someone's asking how many trainings do we do in a day? We could technically speaking do two virtual trainings over two days. We do one in the morning for company A, half of it, company B in that second half of the afternoon. And, and then the next day we do couple A in the morning and company B in the in the afternoon. That's two trainings, two days. Or we do one, two, two trainings over two days, but one sole training. That's the confusion. And Warner was trying to get that straight and good for him for staying on it. I hope that helps, Roger. Absolutely. Yes, what I heard you saying, what I heard you saying, Keenan, is there's a quality quality part in terms of customers. They need to be open for the advice and your 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 teaching, your training. But there's also the quantitative part, like the revenue part. I heard you say there's a stretch between fifteen and two hundred fifty. Fifty uh, to two hundred fifty, yeah. Fifty and two hundred fifty. Okay, so the smaller a smaller customer. At 50 participants and the larger one up to 250. Yes, am I, am I, now, I say that now, but we, we just launched a, a, an enterprise licensing division. So that could change over time. We just actually closed the deal with a fairly large Swedish company where um, we are licensing. They are licensing gap selling and they are training internally their trainers. And they will have a handful of four certified trainers and they will do all the training themselves. They will have full, complete access to the licensing program. And uh, they will pay us a licensing fee once a year. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, so we're moving into that as well. So, you know, I know I'm being a bit vague and I'm, I'm sure people don't like it, but we're still figuring out where our ideal customer profile is based on the product set and offerings. Okay. Um, okay. How do you charge for those trainings? Per person. Per person. How much do you charge? So if it's a, it's, it's stepped, but if it's a virtual training with one of our, it's probably going to, this is going to go up soon. We'll stay here for now. The virtual training with one of our certified trainers is $7.99 a rep with a $15,000 minimum. Mm -hmm. A virtual training with me is $12.99 a rep uh, or participant with a $25,000 minimum. Mm -hmm. In-person training with one of our certified trainers is $12.99 a rep or $25,000 minimum. So the, 25, the, the minimums basically mean if the per person doesn't add up to $15,000, mm -hmm. add up to $25,000, you're paying the $25,000. Or you're paying the 15. And then the in-person for me is um, uh, $17.99 per person or $35,000 minimum. Mm -hmm. So if, for instance, you have a, if you have a sales team of 50 people, then you're going to pay $12.99 times 50. Okay. So what I hear him is saying is there's two factors that's driving the, the revenue per day. It's first, who's giving the, those trainings, either you or one of the trainers. And then it's also... Uh, uh, driven by the number of participants, up to 250 participants. Oh, yeah, or more, like, or more, 
right? If you're 500, then it's the same thing, right? But what we're learning is when you start getting, when you start getting over 250, but for sure over 750, that's where we draw the line. It becomes cumbersome, and we don't even recommend to 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 um, organizations to tr um, hire one person to train your organization unless it's a functional, um, unless it's a regional group and they can do it themselves. But you know, we had a company come in and want us to train 2,000 of their people, and we were like, "No, we're not going to do it because mm -hmm. it won't stick." Because first off, we won't train 2,000 people in a big auditorium. You got to break it down in chunks of no more than 30 to 35. So now you're talking 30 to 35. You, you would need almost 20, I'm shitty at math, uh, 10, 350, 20. You'd almost like almost need like 45 or 50 trainings, right? That would take so long if we were just doing it. And um, there's no one way to own it across the org. So when it gets to company, when it gets to sales teams over 750, um, we start saying that's when we're going to actually do a train the trainer and sell you an enterprise license where you can actually, uh-oh, oh, Werner disappeared. Oh, that sucks for him. Warner, can you hear me? I'm here. Hello. Okay, your camera went out. Not sure what happened. Oh, but I'm here. All right. Well, I'll keep talking to your camera. Well, at least it came out on me. Oh yeah, it's still going on LinkedIn. That's weird. Okay. Um, <coughs> that being said, <coughs> in those cases, we train them, and then they have a license, pay a licensing fee, and then they can just train. They they basically own it internally, right? And that's for people seven fifty or, or higher. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Well, you're fine. We can still see you on LinkedIn, so I don't know why I can't see you on my screen. So, oh well. I can see you perfect, Keenan. All right, good. Cool. Maybe to sum this up, what I'm hearing you say is there is currently uh, around five trainings per month going on. The minimum revenue per training is fifteen thousand minimum. Minimum. Um, you have bandwidth up to twelve trainings a month through you and also the uh, certified trainers. So it's, 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 it's four people, I believe, at the moment. Is that correct? Yeah. Four people, yeah. And if there was a client with 750 participants, as you are charging now, I just you know, uh, run the numbers uh, a little, like roughly, that would be $600,000 for a training for like on the upper limit, basically. No, on, no, on the, no, on the lower limit, the virtual, would be 799 times 750 people. On the upper limits with me in person, it would be 1299. So if you did, ah, mm -hmm. right? So, if, so if, 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 if someone came to us with 750 people and wanted me to train them virtually, that's, almost 700, a million. that's 750 times 1299, that's almost a million dollars. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a stretch from 15,000 to almost a million. Basically. If it's 750 people, yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you figure, let's say it's 50 people, right? Like right now, our average deal size is approximately $45,000. Yeah. Right. But if yeah. you if you were to um, take a team of 50 people and they do 799, now you're at about 40. If you take 50 people and they're at, uh, they did the 1299 with me virtual, now you're at uh, 65, $70,000. Mm -hmm. Cool. Keenan, can you walk me through your process and strategy? of attracting and winning more of these high level clients on the upper yeah. action. Yes, and just for the record, you're, you're, you're very methodical and it shouldn't surprise me as making fun, like Germans are very methodical. So you're asking good questions, so I'm gonna keep going, but you're already 14 minutes in. So in the future, mm -hmm. I would, I would, if I'm you, I would think about how can I get here a little faster? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that being said, what is our approach to get clients? Right now, 
Um, we are literally just about to launch. That's why many of you noticed the new branding. We said a sales growth company and not a sales guy, which is ASG staying a sales growth company versus a sales guy. We did that for a whole handful of reasons. Um, but that being said, um, we're launching a new website in the next two weeks, maybe earlier, but I'm, every time I say it, it never comes out. It's a whole different discussion. Um, we are, um, so we're doing a lot there. We just signed on a, um, a new marketing company. Somebody tried pitching me on here. They did one of the worst jobs pitching, but we still listened to their organization and we sold ourselves on them. And I talked about that in the past. Salespeople get deals <laughs> that they didn't earn, um, but that happened there. So we just signed out with them. We just brought an SEO company on who's going to be doing a lot of SEO and driving us up there. Our domain is changing from a salesguy.com to salesgrowth.com. So we're very pleased, excited about that. Um, we're going to be increasing our online um, advertising budget. We have an ad, a new ad partner who's going to be doing that. And we're also bringing on a new general manager to, um, to lead the um, licensing division of a sales guy. So in all of our independent trainers, um, their job is to go out and grow that division. So we're spending a lot of money in 2022 around advertising, brand awareness. We're going to be launching a new um, viral campaign, which two new viral campaigns. One will probably happen in the next couple of weeks. One coming um, end of Q1 I'm excited about. So we're doing a lot, my man. We're doing a lot. Yeah. Now awesome. that we're doing almost too much. We don't have enough. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of uh, customer satisfaction, when you run those trainings, is there like, do you monitor customer satisfaction in some way? Yeah, we do. We do have an NPS score and we do monitor it. How, how is it like the average? Okay, I got to go look. I don't know what off the top of my head. So while you ask me questions, I can go look. Is it rather like an eight? Is it a nine? Is it a 10? Towards a 10? What is it? No, it's in the, last I saw it was in the 60s, I think. Hold on. It was fairly high. I don't know how to compare it to other people in our space, but um, hope I don't lose you while I do this. If I lose you while I do this, I'll be mad. But um, you keep asking questions, but I'll tell you in a second. But I can tell you this. I can tell you a couple of things if you care. I'm, we're going to start using um, uh, our survey results and our marketing because they're off the charts. Mm -hmm. They're off the charts. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing you saying, Keenan, is uh, you have a lot of initiatives going on. The customers, your training customers, are super happy with the the, the trainings you were given. Uh, you did not mention a process, a structured process, of getting high leverage, high quality referrals. No. From your customers to other customers, like, for example, your customer. Um, What was his name? Darren Gloucester, who was very happy with his services, became almost a friend of yours or is a friend of yours. Uh, I met him. Met him. He's, a, he's a friend of mine because we work together. I didn't know him before we worked together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because of like how well connected is he? How many other COOs, CEOs does he know? And have you guys a process of asking your high level clients for warm intros to other companies? You know, that's a good we don't really have, No, we don't have a process for that. We don't. Is there a specific reason for that? Our NPS score is 31.7. So 47% of our people are promoters. I think that's exceed, exceedingly high, actually. Everybody knows NPS. So in other words, of all the people taking the test, 47.6, give us a 9 or a 10. 
36% give us a passive and 15% are detractors. So, so they could just score 31.7. Um, um, 49%, 46.9% of all people go through the training says they're going to change the way they sell. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we have a lot like, uh, 35% said they learned a ton, 57% they learned several new things. So almost 85% they all learn new stuff. Awesome. So yeah, so it's good. Here's your answer to that last question. Yeah. So your clients are super happy with yeah, this super happy. Yeah. Yeah. And what I also hear you say, you don't have a process for collecting introductions from your clients to other clients who might no. be in need of your awesome services. No, we don't. Mm -hmm. How is it for you when a trusted advisor or a trusted friend makes a recommendation to you and saying, hey, we have been working with this person, awesome results. I suggest you have a chat. Uh-oh, I lost you. Hey, Keenan, I hear you. Okay, hear so, you. so what's the question? So the question is, uh, how is that for you when... Come on, man, don't sell me. Come on, don't try to sell me on referrals. That was a dumb question. We all, like, we all know that referrals are valuable. Like, like, right, so you're doing really well, but don't go start asking those dumb questions. How is it for you, right? Yeah, yeah, we all know yeah. that if someone I like and respect says, hey, you need this and I'm in the market, I'm like, let's go. So yes, you know the answer already. Don't ask those leading type of questions. They're, they're annoying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, maybe to sum it up. Uh, okay, what problem? Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. What problem have you found? So you haven't found a problem. That what's kind of sucks. You haven't found a problem. You found a technical. You found a, pre a technical problem. What was the technical problem you found? No, I think I found a business problem. Oh, okay. What's the business problem? Oh, that's good. You have no predictable way of uh, bringing in those high level clients, those bigger clients. Okay. So no predictable way now, no scalable, predictable way of bringing in those bigger clients. Okay. So now watch this. Now watch this, watch this, a predictable way, a way. What is that? If I had a way, what would I have? Germans, you know, the word, a what? A process. A process. So a process or a tool, what kind of problem is that? That's a technical problem. So you found a technical problem, right? We don't have a business problem yet. So the business problem is that you have limited capacity for trainings a month. You said 12 trainings a month at the moment, but you're not completely uh, maximizing your yield, your revenue yield on the uh, revenue per training day, if you will. So because you have smaller ones, $15,000, uh, probably you have some many clients around like 100, 200, 300,000, but you're not maximizing the revenue potential of your training days. That's the business problem. All right, I can get behind that. Absolutely, I can get behind that. Now that was good. Yep, very good. We're not maximizing our trainings. We have more trains we could do in a month. But I think the word we we'll use, we're not fully utilized. Yeah, not fully utilized. Yeah, exactly. That's yep. the one. And I would also look at another um, potential problem. Do you have any insight how many people have bought the book? None. And then and then booked the online academy because the book is seventeen ninety nine, and the online academy is five hundred dollars. 
And in the book, I couldn't find any hint on your about your awesome online academy. So very good. So a couple of things on that. We built the book. Oh, sorry. We wrote the book before the online training. <laughs> we um, this is all my fault. I was going to do this four months ago when I got sidetracked. I didn't. We're going to and Brady just pinged me about this yesterday. It's funny. We're going to create a QR code and we're going to um, redo the inside of the book. We're going to add that to the inside of the book and then people will be able to do the QR code. We'll point people to the online training. So we're going to address some of that already. The third piece we're going to address, though, is I put this out to Doris. She's going to evaluate what it's going to take to find a third party distributor so that we can order books, our own books in bulk and then have them ship them out. Because right now um, we don't have any visibility whatsoever into um, into who buys our books because it's all done at Amazon and whatchamacallit. And at the time when we wrote it, we didn't want to mail them out. Like we're still selling just under, I don't know, about 1,500 to 1,600 books a month. There's no way in hell I want anybody on my team spending that much time basically basically trying to ship out, what's that, 50 books a day, right? Like, I don't have time to send out 50 books a day to 50 different addresses that you hide. So we're going to try to find a third party to do that. And then that's going to allow us to capture the names of the people who buy the book. And we're looking to do that in, in 2022. So great observation and addressing both of those. Cool. Do we have time for one more aspect or are we... Uh, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you one more question because I, I I think you found a problem, but you didn't quantify it that well. And now what you've done is convince me that how many? Uh, sorry, sorry. How many? How many people have paid for the academy now? Oof! I don't know the answer to that. Okay, <laughs> that's a good. That's a, I don't even think we have. Uh, Brady can chime in, but we're working with our developer now, and I don't think we have that type of reporting. I couldn't. Ooh, excuse me, I couldn't tell you, but I'm pretty comfortable. We probably got. It, ooh, if not, uh, I don't know. Uh, have we got 500 people on it? Maybe close to it that way. Maybe 500. 500. So you sold 60,000 books. Imagine only 10% book the academy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You preach it to the choir. I just, I just told you. I completely understand that's a mistake we've made. Yeah. Um, maybe one more question. Okay. Uh, what is your um, how do you how do you plan to go about getting people who took the online academy consider booking a, a company training with you? Because well, in the academy, that's the, sales team's job. that's the sales team's job. You know, the sales team should be taking a look at who signs up, which they do help sign those up, but sign up those individuals and start trying to market to those people based on the companies they're with. Mm -hmm. So my assumptions are doing that now. If they're not doing it, then they'll be doing it soon. So we'll take a look at all the people who signed up. And if they signed up uh, through a company or a, a personal individual plan, we should be able to look at them and start having a conversation. Now, keep in mind that the online training is the exact same training as the in-person training. Mm -hmm. So there's not, in, in my opinion, there's not a whole lot of additional value in selling them the online train the training again, unless they feel their people aren't going through it, they feel their people aren't getting the um, support they need, or um, they want to make it more sticky, so they put them through it again. What we do actually the opposite is we sell them the um, the live training, either virtual or in person, and then we discount um, the online training as part of the reinforcement. Cool. Do we have time for one more question, or are we done? Uh, this last question better be a good one. Because look, here's the deal. This last question has got to get me to a place that I feel my problem is big enough to buy, right? So you, you said, okay, yeah, I'm not utilizing it. 
but I'm not quite sure how you're going to do it. And you haven't convinced me that this is what you missed. This is what you missed. Everybody pay attention now. Here comes the feedback. I let him go a long time because he was asking decent questions. But this is his miss now. He has not shown me or gotten me to see how many um, referrals that I could have gotten or I think I could have gotten had I had his plan or process or approach. So, yeah, I agree referrals are important. And I know we don't have a process, but he hasn't got me in my head to be like, wait a minute, if I had a process, I'm leaving 15 referrals or opportunities on the table a month or 100 on the month or 2,000. Like, how many am I potentially leaving on the table? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. How many, how many clients did you, training clients did you have in the last three years? In the last three? Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to pull a number out of the hat. 100, 125. I don't know. 150, something like that. I don't know. And based on your on your on the feedback of your customers, how many of them were really, really happy with your training? Probably um, 80% if you follow the numbers. And by the way, a lot of the deals we do get are referrals. We don't have a process in place, but I would say, um, hold on. The, the, so one of the big ones I just closed last week or last month, I'm sorry, Q3, that was a referral. Um, one of the biggest ones I closed at the end of the year before was a referral. So we get referrals. I mean, the people do refer us. I'm, of course, we could get more. I would have no idea how many more we could get. So what do you think? You tell me, my man. What percentage of clients should we expect a refer, a closed referral from? So based on my experience in working with B2B founders, a happy client is willing to give two to three referrals every year. Okay. And that, so is, named, that. And that is named referrals. That means, hey, I saw you know this. You guys have been working at this company together. Could you make a warm referral to this person? So you can be very, very intentional uh, about your about your referrals. Uh, I see, I see, I see. So we have to initiate or engage those referrals. All right, so that being said, what do you bring to the table that we couldn't figure out ourselves? All right, so I'm like, okay, good point. So I'll go build a process tomorrow. What in the world, what process could you build that I can't build? And what, what's your secret sauce that I can't do myself that I would have to pay for? That's a really good question. Well, we would have to we would have to look into the details. <laughs> it's all details, Keenan. The, the devil's in the details. Okay, so this is what we'll do. So we're at 30 minutes, 35 minutes. We're gonna stop this here. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I okay. I would say that you did a really good job of trying to to, to understand my business um, and try to find a problem. <clears throat> I think where you fell fell down was you, you put a little too much focus on the um, physical and literal, and you didn't drive, like, you really, you really didn't drive faster to mm -hmm. the business problem. So the minute you realized that I was leaving, I didn't have a business process to do this. Like, you could have asked that question in the first five minutes, right? Like, yeah. a lot of that information you had, you didn't need to validate it. You could have just got this. Like, Keenan, how many customers do you work with? Tell me how many customers do you work with in a year. What percent of those have actually given you referrals? Like you could have went there right away, man. Like yeah, yeah. how much of your business today is built on referrals? Like you could have started there, right? If that's, if that's what you sell, that's what you should have started. All that other stuff, I mean, it was fine, but it took, it just was unnecessary. You could have got that in between digging into the, that. So I tell you, I get out, I'm making up a number. 30% of our business comes from referrals. Okay, how many customers have you had in the last two years? I don't know, 125. Okay, so of those 125, uh, 40 of them, roughly, were referrals. Great. Do you think you could have got referrals from the other ones? I don't know. And he just said, how did you get the referrals in the first place? Well, they just called me up and said, hey, so-and-so is um, 
he's uh, looking for it. And I told him to talk to you. I'm like, and you could come back and say, oh, so they were in client initiated. They weren't you initiated. How many referrals did you get by you guys initiating? If you don't have a process, how many referrals have you able to grab? None. We're not even trying. Oh, okay. So you see what I'm saying? Like you could have got me down that whole road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. just, just stop wasting time. Yep, yep. Getting getting too much into the details. I should have, like a like a striker in in in, in football or in, in in soccer, like towards the goal. Right. Yes, like a doctor, like. Like a, a doctor doesn't start asking you what you eat until he starts digging into what he thinks the problem is. Like you come in and, and, and he says something, I got a problem in my stomach. Okay, to describe the problem. Where does it hurt? How often does it hurt? Blah, blah, blah. Then when they start to figure out, like, okay, what have you eaten? Like they don't start saying, well, you know, so tell me a little bit about um, the how often you have this pain over the last six years. And now your your aunt and uncle, they may have stomach problems as well. Like they don't, they, they get, they start narrow and go wider. You see what I'm saying? And then come back in. So yeah, yeah, I'm a lot faster. Lot, one, lot one, one final question. One final question, can if you permit. How does the amount of customers you attract uh, relate to your ability to attract more trainers based on your conversations with trainers? Um, right now, there's not a real correlation, but there will be over time. So. Trust me, ideally, we'd like to get to a place with our certified trainers in the licensing business that we are driving them leads and sending them leads and so that they can close their own business and make a lot more money, right? Yeah. So that to the extent that we can continue to drive um, more interest and especially referral interest, the the more valuable we are to the license, our licensing network, if you will, right? So, but right now there's no real real correlation because we're we're too small. We're, we're in the infancy stage. Cool, thank you. Okay, all right, man. Was that helpful? Absolutely. Okay, thank so you. here's the deal. I think you earned a second call if you want it, but I'm going to be perfectly frank. And so you're going to have to be really damn good. Is I just don't see that you're offering something that is a, that's a high barrier to entry that I can't do myself. So you did a great job of convincing me that we probably need to build a referral network. But unless there's some secret sauce to our referral network process that, that companies go out and do and screw up and burn months at a time that you can give us or teach us that we can't do on our own, um, you've, you've sold me on the idea that we probably need to add this piece in. So if my team is listening, um, Christian and, and Mark, uh, you guys need to get on that. But if not, then if there's a secret sauce, I'll listen to it. But you got to be, it's going to, I'm already it's going to be a high bar. It's going to be a high bar. I do have a secret sauce. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, then, then hit hit up Brady or hit up me, and we'll give you 30 more minutes. Cool. All right. Thank you. Cool. All right, baby. Well, I appreciate it. Was this helpful? Absolutely. Ah, Thank good. you. Good, good, good. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, man. I really appreciate you coming on, and um, we'll look forward to talking again. And for the rest of you, for the rest of you. I hope this was valuable. I didn't see as many comments. I had a, we had a good outing. We had a lot of you on here, but not as many comments this time. I'm not sure if that's because he did a decent job um, or if it's because, I don't know. I don't know what the other reason could be. I don't know what the other reasons are, but um, I hope you guys got something out of this. Uh, this was a different one in that um, <clears throat> the, the really focus here for him was get there fastest. So when you guys are trying to find the problem inside an organization, understand what problems you solve and ask questions that get you to that problem very, very quickly. Okay, again, knowing he sold a referral network, his question should have come up right out of the gate. Out of the gate is, 
Keenan, are you leveraging referral networks today? Yes, no, no. Fantastic. You have no process that does that. No, I do not. Uh, how many customers have you had in a year, right? Do you believe in referral networks? Of course I believe in referral networks. Okay, so if you have no process, do you get any, how much business do you get today from referrals? We get about 25 to 30%. Well, that's actually pretty good. And so are you asking for those? They come at you automatically. No, they're coming to us automatically. So your service is that good that they come to you. Yes, so do you think potentially there are clients out there who would refer you if you gave them an opportunity reminding them? Probably so. Why don't you have a price? No, I've never thought about it. I could go on and on and on and on and on. And in that five-minute conversation, I threw all that shit out there. You know how much deeper I would be in the space where I can actually make a difference as opposed to all over the, I mean, all over the place. Like, wow, wow. So um, I think he did a good job. It just took him way, 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 way too long. Way too long. So everybody, was this helpful? Drop in the comments, let me know. That being said, also, um, text me. Text me here and or and or DM me on LinkedIn if you want a shot at um, Cap Selling Keenan. And guys, this is real. Like we have, uh, we should probably tally it up. Brady, one of these days we should tally up how much money we've spent on uh, people that have sold us. Not a lot of people have sold us, but we are buying stuff from people who actually find a problem we have. We just closed the deal, someone right now, uh, with an annual contract close to 70 something K, um, 72K, I think if my math is right, 72K for for their services. So if you find a problem we have and you can solve it, we'll buy it. All right, folks. So until next time, until Gap Sell 50, keep on Gap Selling. Go buy the book, learn it. And until next time, peace. I'm out.